Hello, I'm Dr. Brian Cole, your host of Sports Medicine Weekly. On today's episode, we will discuss the relationship between inflammation and diet. I will be having a conversation with Karen Malkin, our in-house expert who is a certified integrative health coach and lifestyle practitioner. So when you tune in, you'll learn how to fight inflammation with an anti-inflammatory diet. First, a word from our sponsors. The Sports Medicine Weekly Podcast is brought to you by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Being your best means always getting better. Whether you're looking to improve performance, relieve chronic back pain, or restore mobility through minimally invasive joint replacement surgery, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush delivers results. Their specialists are top ranked in Illinois and among the nation's best, working together to make your recovery faster, more complete, and a seamless experience. They'll get you back to living pain-free, often without surgery, so you can be your best every day. Schedule an appointment online at rushortho.com. Enhanced Medical Nutrition. Enhanced Medical Nutrition builds clinical nutrition products to help patients prepare better and recover faster. The Ortho Nutrition Bundle is a four-week, perioperative nutrition program containing their clinical-grade whey protein isolate and complex carbohydrate powder. Developed in collaboration with internationally renowned nutrition researchers and surgeons, the Ortho Nutrition Bundle is designed to maintain muscle, support wound healing, and improve the recovery experience. To learn more, please visit www.emn.health. Karen Malkin Health Counseling. Have you tried Karen Malkin's new protein brownie bar and superfood bars? They're the best tasting bars on the market. Certified gluten-free, paleo, and no added sugar. Karen's protein brownie bars and superfood bars available on Amazon and at karenmulkin.com. Vericell. Vericell develops, manufactures, and markets autologous cell-based therapies for patients with serious diseases and conditions. For more information about their products, visit www.vcell.com. That's V-C-E-L.com. Integrated Ortho. Integrated Ortho is Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana's premier provider of Iceless Thermal and Compression Therapy devices for patients recovering from orthopedic surgery. Iceless Thermal Therapy rental products are designed for ease of patient use and to control post-operative pain and swelling. Their sequential compression therapy products offer a portable, lightweight, and tubeless home therapy solution to help prevent blood clot formation following surgical procedures. To determine if Iceless Thermal Therapy or sequential compression products are right for you, please contact your healthcare professional. And for further information about Integrated Ortho's products and services, please give them a call at 773-248-6400. Welcome back to Sports Medicine Weekly. Before we begin with Karen Malkin, our expert, I wanted to provide a little bit of background about inflammation because it does have its underpinnings in science. So inflammation is really our body's mechanism to heal itself. When your body encounters a virus, for example, or a bacteria, or has an injury even, or even if I do surgery on someone, it activates your immune system. So the immune system's first responders are what we call the inflammatory cells. And these have these proteins, not to get too technical, but they're called cytokines. And that basically is this vicious cycle that stimulates more inflammation and it kind of revolves around itself. So, you know, the topic of inflammation has gained a lot of attention uh, through its connection with COVID and even the treatment of COVID, as well as managing patients with long-haul COVID has been associated with inflammation. Chronic inflammation is a pervasive problem. It's estimated that one in every three individuals around the world is affected from very serious inflammation-related disease. So through research, we're learning a lot, and we're learning that some of the best solutions for reducing inflammation is not necessarily found in the medicine cabinet 
or in my office, but actually in the refrigerator. So that's why I'm excited about this episode because we'll be talking to our integrative health coach and lifestyle practitioner, Karen Malkin, about inflammation and how to fight it with an anti-inflammatory diet. So Karen, thank you for joining us. And uh, I'm particularly interested in this episode because I can tell you that, you know, every year I get up in the morning and all of our listeners and our, the people watch or listen to our episodes say this, that, you know, you get up, you feel more sore, you, f- you don't feel like you have the energy and we're looking for things that are in our control. And as I've come to understand it through the years working with you is that our diet is one of those things we can control. So thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So I guess, I guess the first thing is, can you start by explaining the difference between, you know, this internal inflammation uh, and the inflammation that we think of when our joints are inflamed or our muscles are inflamed? Sure. Yeah. So as you said, inflammation is the body's response to heal uh, what's been damaged or infected or um, traumatized. And so with the internal inflammation, that's really more of chronic inflammation. So you've got acute inflammation and you've got chronic inflammation. And the acute inflammation is typically short-term. It's often localized to a specific area. Could be coming from an infection, a virus, some sort of trauma to some, you know, some of your athletes or some toxic substances that you're ingesting. But chronic inflammation is the inflammation that we really are paying attention to and can really be helped and supported through our lifestyle and our diet. And that's more of a low-level, long-term inflammation that takes months, maybe years. And that could show up in depression, cardiovascular disease, weight gain, diabetes, brain fog, um, neurological diseases, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, cancer, and, and even periodontal diseases that people don't really pay enough attention to the importance of your oral health. So these age-related diseases are this chronic inflammation. We're hearing a lot about it. Like it's, it's interesting, you know, when I was a kid and you were younger, we, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I never met anyone who had peanut allergies, right? People weren't talking about gluten. Like we have this whole thing now that didn't exist. And if it did exist, maybe we maybe it saw us, but we didn't see it. You know, what do you attribute the, the, the increased number of individuals that are struggling with inflammation uh, and related to these issues? You know, I think a lot of it is food quality. So the grains that we're eating, especially here in the United States, is not they're not the same quality as the grains over in Europe. And we also have different laws. So the pesticides, the chemicals that we're spraying on our wheat, glyphosates, they're weed killers, those have a huge impact on your microbiome. So I've had clients that have told me that, yeah, when I eat pasta here, I'm bloated, I feel horrible, I can't really absorb it. But when I'm in Europe, I can enjoy pasta and I feel great. So why is that? And so I think a lot of these issues are environmental. You know, when we have kids with these um, peanut allergies and so many young children and babies have allergies, you know, I also, it also, we have to pay attention to what the mother is eating and how she is during her pregnancy. So, and, and the father too. So you think this is, you, you believe this is environmental. It's what we're in. And that's what you yeah. attribute to. Like when you think about it, we've got the Mediterranean diet, you've got the way people live and exist in various countries in Japan and the Middle East and, and the Mediterranean. I mean, it has to be environmental, right? It's not the weather. 
It's got to be yeah. something that's indigenous to what, it, whether it's the soil, the food they eat, the way things are made, preservatives, the amount of you know sugars and so forth. It has to be related to the food. Yeah. And, you know, with traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, functional medicine, they believe all this disease stems with the gut. And so, so many people are having leaky gut. You know, one of the biggest over-the-counter medications is our um, digestive aids. You know, why are people bloated? Why are they cramping? Why is there diarrhea? Why is there constipation? You know, what is going on with our guts? And so we're not able to digest, assimilate, and absorb our nutrients. You know, why are people so deficient in certain nutrients? If they're getting, if they're eating, consuming these foods, why aren't they absorbing their iron, their zinc? Like what, what's going on? And that's the whole functional medicine piece. So, you know, how do, how would one of our listeners know that they're dealing with chronic inflammation? Like what are the, the key symptoms? Oh, well, low mood, depression, anxiety, constipation, if there's an autoimmune condition, uh, thyroid, neurological, um, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, weight gain, you know, there's, there's something going on. There is some inflammation. Now in the labs, you can check your C, your high sensitivity, high sensitivity C-reactive protein, but that could also become elevated from a really hard workout. So if you're going to do um, some lab draws, you don't want to have some intense exercise the day before because your CRP could be elevated. And then you have to figure out what is causing this inflammation in your body. Is it this just acute workout really, you know, stress my, my body for that day, or is there really something going on? So you have to really be a detective. You know, there's a, n- a number of books, you know, beating Alzheimer's with diet and dementia and so forth and chronic disease and anti, you know, things that are sort of uh, maybe maybe altering the natural history of, of cancer. I mean, m- my guess is, you know, this is sort of the science side of me that, you know, you and I love the banter with you. You know, I, there's obviously there's the genetic diathesis or predisposition that people carry and people are going to get disease whether they eat right or wrong per se. Um, but m- what I've learned is that in that setting, things are still modifiable based upon diet. In other words, you may not be able to change your genes. You may not be able to change the lever that turned on, you know, Alzheimer's, but a lot of it can be managed with diet and by managing chronic inflammation. I, I think that as I've read this, the science, I've paid a lot of attention to it because at first I'm like, look, how could that possibly be? It doesn't make sense. But if you just look at historically where we've been and where we are, and then again, use populational health da- population health data in different countries, the incidence of Alzheimer's, the severity of it differs you know, around the world. The same thing with mm-hmm. dementia, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the incidence of cancer. That's a great example. It, we may not know every element of the diet, the things we can manage with diet, but I think this is worth listening to because I think this is, as I say, you know, my patient's always looking, what can I, how can I help? What can I do to mm-hmm. make a difference yeah. in my recovery? I mean, I could take a, if I operate on someone and I take a scalpel and I fix something, that's mm-hmm. very objective, very linear, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's, it's almost a commodity. I, you know, I try to do it with excellence the same way each time, but the things that are around the edges like diet, I think could have a tremendous impact on virtually everything we do, but it's hard because you've got to get that message out and there's not, you're, you have to be a little bit of a heretic to, 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 to change the narrative. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Like, and, and we can't, our genes are our genes. We can't change them, but I'm not sure if I agree with you that we can't change if the, those genes are going to be turned on or turned off. 
So, so, um, so it has to be a timing issue, I imagine, right? So you would argue that the sooner you get involved in this, the better? Yeah, I think know your genes. Um, you know, you're, we're learning more and more and getting a lot more data on our genes, on how our DNA is actually methyl methylated and which gene SNPs are overmethylated or undermethylated and what can we do for that and some of and and you know we're still in the infancy stages but i have to believe that we can play a part to knowing our genes and having a potential effect if those genes are going to be turned on or they're going to be turned off and those are things like intermittent fasting you know really kicking sugar um now there's studies talking about rapamycin and there's all sorts of uh, and metformin for longevity. So I'm thinking more like longevity uh, genes and longevity biohacks and what can we do to help live uh, healthier longer, not just longer, but healthier longer. Yeah, no, I, I, I there's this argument um, about, you know, living healthy, you know, you, you I think the, uh, a lot of people would probably choose living less long as long as they were healthy. The value of yeah. life, if you're not healthy, I mean, just talk to someone who doesn't have the good fortune of health as they age. It's a big deal. You know, I mean, it's the, when quality of life deteriorates because you don't have your health, then you start you start to wonder what's the what's the return on your investment. You know, yeah. um, all of us want to live long lives, but long lives without health is, in my opinion, for many people, it's, it's obviously a zero sum game. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, what about supplements? I I've been involved with, a, you know, a variety of supplements and, and I use them in my office and my practice to reduce inflammation, to recommend to reduce inflammation. The things that, you know, we often recommend are things like turmeric, mm -hmm. uh, vitamin D, mm -hmm. uh, undenature type two collagen, black pepper extract, uh, biopurine for resorption. I'm just trying to think of the litany of things that, you know, that are good for joint health. And they're also de designated as sort of um, antioxidants and maybe reduce inflammation. Do yeah. you have a, you know, do you have it in your mind? Like, you know, when people ask you that, what's your, what's your answer? What's your elevator pitch? Um, well, you know, they're supplements, right? So that's exactly what they do. They supplement a potential deficiency. You can't out, you know, supplement a bad diet or a bad lifestyle or no sleep, but definitely, you know, healthy levels of vitamin D the curcumin, the turmeric mixed with the black pepper enhances the absorption of the turmeric for inflammation. Fish oil from wild fish, omega-3s. Um, vitamin C can also promote healing, especially post-surgery. Quercetin reduces inflammation. Green tea extracts, you know, I'm a big matcha girl and even coffee, the polyphenols in coffee can help reduce inflammation. You know, astragalus, if you're talking, you know, um, your immune system around COVID, but, you know, you, I think your diet is really going to be your best um, bet. But there's also a supplement that's getting, that's very popular now, and they're called SPMs, Specialized Pro-Resolving Mediators, SPMs. I've got, actually, I've got a bunch of research I can send it to you, but it's kind of like a super fish oil. So yeah, th these SPMs, and they come, they're derived from fish oil, from EPA and DHA, but they are very powerful. And I've been experimenting with with them myself also. And I've been taking them. Where do you, is it a pill, a capsule? What is it? Yeah, it's it? a pill. It's like, looks in, it's a little oil pill. It's teeny tiny. Got it. Yeah. Um, so let's, you know, a couple more topics that come up a lot. What about hydration? Um, 
you know, what's the, what's the minimum on a daily basis? And just say what free water intake. So I would say half your body weight in ounces, unless you're a really, really, really intense athlete, then you have to do a lot more. So if you're okay. 150 pounds, 75 ounces of water a day. And All I right. recommend front loading your water because when you drink it in the early part of the day, it really helps improve energy. Sometimes people think they're so tired or they're craving carbs and certain foods, or they think they're hungry, but really they're thirsty. So I like to front load my water in the morning. You're sleeping all night, you're breathing, you wake up dehydrated, get some hot water and lemon or a big glass of water and drink as much as you can throughout the day and avoid late night drinking because then that's going to affect your sleep. One of my uh, one of our most tuned in episodes was on uh, the healthiest kinds of alcohol to drink, and I'm sure you get this as oh. well. Um, so, not asking the healthiest, but what about alcohol? Is there some is 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 it okay to drink in moderation, um, or is it best to abstain? I think I have you know a, a little bit of knowledge in this area, but I'm curious yeah. what your what your what do you what do you tell people? Well really focusing a lot of my practice right now on brain health. Um, you know, alcohol is a neurotoxin. So I can't endorse drinking alcohol at all. And, you know, as far as like breast cancer, it increased one drink for a woman, you know, every drink increases your risk by 11%. <clears throat> so, you know, four, three to four drinks can increase your risk by 30% with breast cancer. Um, that being said, there are polyphenols in red wine that comes from the, the skin of the grape. And there has been studies that shows that one to two drinks for one for women, two for men could be cardio protective. Um, but I would never recommend somebody start drinking alcohol. Yeah, I, I would support that. I think that yeah. uh, there's it it, it 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 messes with you know fluid balance, hydration, um, uh, kidney function, drug interaction, um, sleep a lot, sleep, yeah, uh, cortisol uh, secretion, not to mention empty calories and so forth. And 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 you know people say, well, red wine also has resveratrol, and you would you would need to drink an entire box of wine from Costco <laughs> would. to get the amount of resveratrol that you need. So yeah. there's other ways to get resveratrol, and yeah. it doesn't have to be from red wine. So I I, I would support what you say. Um, you know, the other thing is exercising. It's hard to talk about nutrition without talking about exercise, but there's some pretty good data that shows that intense exercise can lead to higher levels of inflammatory mediators while moderate may actually show, you know, some of the benefits of fighting inflammation. That's a, that's a tough one because, uh, you know, there's this general recommendation, 30 to 45 minutes of medium to high intensity extra exercise three times a week. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? So exercise, definitely super intense exercise is going to increase inflammation, but that's not necessarily a bad thing if it's only done a couple days a week where you're doing that really intense hit training. It, it's, it causes this like hormesis, this hormetic effect. And it also could help your body protect your body against more um, stress when you have those short bursts of intense exercise. You don't want to do hit training every day. I, I personally like to use this like pyramid approach where I try to keep my base at like a zone two training and I'm using just more aerobic and getting my steps in my, my, my more easy cycling, um, working more aerobically. And then two days a week, I like to really, really challenge myself. 
And that's going to also increase your HRV, your, your um, heart rate variability as well. And you want a, a high HRV. You want to be able to relax and get your heart rate low, low, and be able to get the heart rate high. And that's going to also exercise your heart muscle. So it's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. But yes, it does increase inflammation. Yeah, there's um, I, I've been... There's a couple things that I found fascinating. Like, you know, I think about an orthopedic surgery, the things that have like changed my ability to impact patients over 25 years. You know, one of them has been, you know, cartilage transplantation. Another has been a special type of replacement in the shoulder for people who don't have rotator cuff. Like it sounds, you know, really basic, but there's like there've been some, I would say, evolutionary uh, technical advances in my field. When I think about your field and the things that I've been privileged to get to know, it one of them has been uh, intermittent fasting. I think that the data is really supportive that that is a great thing to do, depending on how you decide to do it. And we've done some other episodes on it. And um, I, I, I'm all in on the science. It's evidence-based on intermittent fasting. And the other is this issue of heart rate variability, which is what I don't have my arms around is how you create uh, – heart rate variability in individuals, right? Uh, it, there isn't enough things that are proscriptive out there to actually create heart rate variability, which is basically the the, the time between a heart a heartbeat that that's actually variable that can reduce anxiety, reduce stress. I mean, there's, there's some fascinating data related to that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I had to tell people three things to focus on, it would be what we're talking about today, sort of an anti-inflammatory lifestyle that starts with food, Mm-hmm. Um, understanding heart rate variability and how to improve upon it, um, and then intermittent fasting. I mean, would you agree that those are three pretty key th- issues that you could spend a lot of time on and actually make an impact on your health? Yeah, I really would agree. Yes. I, yeah. I think that intermittent fasting really helps balance blood sugar. Um, it's not for everybody. If somebody is underweight or has an eating disorder, I have some brain health clients that are following Dr. Bredesen's protocol, and he does recommend intermittent fasting, but they're losing too much weight when they're cutting out the carbs and the sugars and the grains. So really getting in the healthy fats. But yes, I think overall, at least a 12 hour overnight fast, not eating within three hours of going to bed. So when you're sleeping, you're doing your, you're healing, you're rejuvenating, you're regenerating the cells and you're not digesting this huge dinner. Yeah. And, um, one thing I will, I'm going to give you a plug because the, um, the, the cleanse, you're still doing your cleanses, right? You're yeah. still, and that's still, so if I go to your website, I can still go and get a cleanse, right? And yes, you'll send uh-huh. you'll send me all the stuff in a bag. And for those of our listeners who are looking to sort of, you know, I think part of it is how you deal with the organization of eating. You know, it's, it takes time and it, it can take money if you don't do it correctly. And, and, and it's not, it may not be efficient, but you create a, a, a vehicle that like I've used several times to say, look, I'm ready to do, do another one that gives me a reset. And they're not that hard anymore. Like I've really enjoyed them and I look forward to them. Like I'm going to do this. I've got my cleanse coming up. I go on your website order. It's been pretty amazing <laughs> for me. Um, and, you know, so I just want to encourage our listeners, uh, KarenMalkin.com. Yes. Okay. And um, what should you have? Have you made any changes or modifications in your cleanses? Well, I've added a third called Toxin Takedown, where I give you one small change you can make each day to help reduce your toxic body burden because this environmental health is so important. Right. But so the diet's just, the same and the program's the same. It's just something, it's just and how many, how many, how many days? It's still 14 days. Eliminate gluten, sugar, dairy, you know, three meals, minimizing snacking, long overnight fast, self care. 
daily emails with a little inspiration in your inbox. And just, you know, as you know, I don't do, I don't, we don't calorie count. So you were able to be in surgery and see your, and be in clinic and, and still be able to be, um, it's really a clean eating program. It's a super clean eating program. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. So just, you know, you've been kind enough to spend your time on, uh, with with uh, us on these episodes. So I just want to make sure people know how to reach you, uh, you to their benefit. So it's Karen Malkin, K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N. So KarenMalkin.com. And um, I, you're, I think your website has only gotten better. You have so much stuff on there. And, um, you know, that's the place where you can keep keep everyone, you, you know, provide information and you don't have to pay for it and it's it's all there and you're you're doing a, a great thing for lots and lots of people. So it's always a privilege having you on our show because I think people get a lot out of this. It's it's 20, 25 minutes of of listening, but I think every time you're on, I get lots of feedback from our listeners. So I just really appreciate I know you're really busy as am I, but these to me are always worthwhile. Um, this is worthwhile time spent. It's helpful for me too. It inspires me as well. Good. I'm glad. It's a give and take. Yeah. So thank you. And uh, to our listeners, you've uh, listened to yet another episode of Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Brian Cole, your host. And uh, please tune in weekly to our regular episodes of Sports Medicine Weekly, where you get your your, uh, podcasts online. Thank you and have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and please leave us a five-star review. Make sure to also follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com. Net proceeds from Sports Medicine Weekly go to support research at Rush University Medical Center in the Department of Orthopedics. The Sports Medicine Weekly podcast is brought to you by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Being your best means always getting better. Whether you're looking to improve performance, relieve chronic back pain, or restore mobility through minimally invasive joint replacement surgery, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush delivers results. Their specialists are top ranked in Illinois and among the nation's best, working together to make your recovery faster, more complete, and a seamless experience. They'll get you back to living pain-free, often without surgery, so you can be your best every day. Schedule an appointment online at rushortho.com. JRF Ortho. JRF Ortho partners with orthopedic surgeons to improve the quality of life of patients by enabling them to have an active life through the generous gift of cartilage and ligament transplantation. Please go to jrfortho.org to learn more or sign up to be a tissue donor at donatelife.net. With over 205 years of combined experience successfully representing victims of personal injury and wrongful death matters, the attorneys of Tomasic, Coton, Kasserman are committed to working for you. Reach them at 312-605-8800 or on the web at tkklaw.com. Karen Malkin Health Counseling. Have you tried Karen Malkin's new protein brownie bar and superfood bars? They're the best tasting bars on the market. Certified gluten-free, paleo, and no added sugar. Karen's protein brownie bars and superfood bars available on Amazon and at karenmalkin.com. Integrated Ortho. Integrated Ortho is Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana's premier provider of Iceless Thermal and Compression Therapy devices for patients recovering from orthopedic surgery. Iceless Thermal Therapy rental products are designed for ease of patient use and to control post-operative pain and swelling. 
Their sequential compression therapy products offer a portable, lightweight, and tubeless home therapy solution to help prevent blood clot formation following surgical procedures. To determine if Isolus Thermotherapy or sequential compression products are right for you, please contact your healthcare professional. And for further information about Integrated Orthos products and services, please give them a call at 773-248-6400.